Welcome into the Degenerate Gambler, your sports gambling podcast. I'm Robert Ash, the host of the Degenerate Gambler. This podcast brought to you by Anchor.fm, the easiest way to make a podcast. We got five college basketball bets for you on this Monday, the 21st day of February 2022. We'll start things off at the Silvio O. Conte Forum in Chestnut Hill, Massachusetts. The Boston College Eagles, 9-16 overall, 12-13 against the spread. They're going to host the Florida State Seminoles, who are 14-12 overall. 8 and 18 against the number. Florida State is a one and a half point favorite. The over-under is at 136 and a half. Florida State's won eight of the last 10 meetings with Boston College. Florida State 7-2 and 1 against the spread in those last eight our last 10 meetings. Now Florida State is 0-8 against the spread in their last eight games. 5-2 against the spread in their last seven against Boston College. 2-10 against the spread in their last 12 games on the road. Also, uh, the totals gone over in five of Florida State's last seven games. Totals have gone over in four of Florida State's last five games at Boston College. Now, for the Eagles, Boston College is one and four against the spread in their last five games played on a Monday, five and two against the spread in their last seven games at home. Also, the totals gone under in five of Boston College's last seven games. The totals gone over in each of Boston College's last seven games against Florida State. The total has gone under in five of Boston College's last seven games against ACC opponents. The injury situation for Florida State is uh, pretty uh, extensive. Malik Osborne, uh, Anthony Polite, both out for the season with various injuries. Uh, uh, Caleb Mills uh, is questionable in a game-time decision with an ankle injury for this matchup, as is Ryan Evans with a knee injury. On the Boston College side, Tony Bickerstaff, a calf injury. He's questionable in a game-time decision, as is uh, Darius Langford Jr. with a toe injury, also questionable in a game-time decision. Uh, Let's see. These two teams, um, let's look real quick. I do not think they've played this season, and they have not. This will be the only meeting between Boston College and Wake Forest, or excuse me, Boston College and Florida State this season. Now, Florida State has lost uh, seven of their last eight. They're coming off an 88-70 loss to Duke on Saturday. Their lone win in the last eight games was a one-point win over Clemson back uh, last Tuesday. Meanwhile, Boston College has lost uh, five straight. They've lost uh, seven of eight as well. They're coming off a 76-56 loss at Syracuse on Saturday. Again, Florida State a one-and-a-half point favorite. The over-under is at 136-and-a-half. And And, uh, we're going to take the Seminoles minus one-and-a-half in this matchup. Uh, Neither team very good against the number this season. Uh, Florida State just two-and-eight against the spread away from home. Uh, Boston College eight-and-six against the spread at home. Uh, But with a spread of one-and-a-half, you're basically trying to pick a winner, barring a one-point victory. Uh... For Florida State, I think Florida State wins this game. I think they win by at least two. Uh, the injuries are an issue for Florida State, uh, but Boston College isn't a very good team. Uh, they're very much under a uh, total rebuild under Earl Grant in his first year at Boston College. And I think Florida State needing a win desperately. I think they get that win. So we'll go Boston. Co- excuse me. We'll go Florida State minus one and a half at Boston College. 
All right, next up, we go to Columbus, Ohio, and we go to the Value City Arena where the Ohio State Buckeyes, who are 16-7 and seven overall, 12-11 and 11 against spread. They're going to host the Indiana Hoosiers, who are 16-9 and nine overall, 13-12 and 12 against the number. Ohio State is a 7-point favorite. The over-under is at 135.5. Ohio State's won six of the last 10 meetings overall with Indiana. The two teams have split their last 10 meetings against the spread at five apiece. Indiana, just one and four against the spread in their last five games. Two and four against the spread in their last six against Ohio State. One and 11 against the spread in their last 12 games on the road. Two and eight against the spread in their last 10 games at Ohio State. Also, the total has gone over in seven of Indiana's last 10 games played in the month of February. Ohio State, six and two against the spread in their last eight games. 8-2 against the spread in their last 10 games hosting Indiana. 13-7 against the spread in their last 20 games played in the month of February. Also, the total has gone under in 4 of Ohio State's last 5 games. The total has gone under in 8 of Ohio State's last 12 games against Indiana. The total has gone under in 6 of Ohio State's last 9 games so far this season. And the total has gone under in 4 of Ohio State's last 5 games against Big Ten opponents. Injury-wise, Rob Finnessy out indefinitely with a leg injury. Uh, Chris Lander, undisclosed. He is questionable uh, for the matchup with Ohio State. Uh, Seth Towns out for the season, officially now with a back injury. Justin Stewing, who hasn't played all season as well, still listed as out indefinitely with an abdominal injury. And Miki Johnson Jr. is questionable with an ankle injury. He did not play in Ohio State's game against Iowa on Saturday. Now, taking a look back and seeing if these two teams have played this season, uh, coming into this matchup, the answer is yes. Back on January 6th in Bloomington, Indiana beat Ohio State 67-51. Now, Indiana has lost four straight. They're coming off a loss last Tuesday to Wisconsin, 74-69. So they had the weekend off, unlike Ohio State, who played on Saturday and lost to Iowa at home, 75-62. to That snapped a modest two-game winning streak for the Buckeyes in that one. Um, again, a couple of guys questionable for Ohio State, mainly Miki Johnson Jr. with an ankle injury. He didn't play, and he lost to Iowa. And that could change things, but Indiana's kind of going backwards right now. And with Indiana kind of on a backwards slide, Ohio State's a seven-point favorite. I kind of like Ohio State minus seven in this one. They suffered a terrible home loss to Iowa. Not necessarily terrible because Iowa is a terrible team. But it's a game that they were expected to win and probably should have won uh, with uh, some ease. They were a five-point favorite going into that game uh, and suddenly couldn't score against an Iowa team that doesn't play very good defense. They only got 62 points. They end up losing by 13. I think they have a bounce back uh, today. So give me Ohio State minus seven at home against the Indiana Hoosiers. All right. Next up, we go to Chapel Hill in the Dean Smith Center. The North Carolina Tar Heels, 19-8 overall. 12-14-1 against the spread. They host the Louisville Cardinals, who are 12-14 overall. 8-16-2 against the number. North Carolina is a 10-point favorite. The over-under is at 145-and-a-half. North Carolina's won seven of the last ten meetings with Louisville. North Carolina's covered in seven of those last ten meetings as well. Louisville is just three and ten against the spread in their last thirteen games. One and four against the spread in their last five against North Carolina. 
two and six against the spread in their last eight, three and ten against the spread in their last thirteen against ACC opponents. Also, the total's gone under in eight of Louisville's last eleven games. The total's gone over in eight of Louisville's last ten games played on a Monday. North Carolina. 5-1 against the spread in their last six games played on a Monday. Total's gone over in six of North Carolina's last seven games. Total's gone over in six of North Carolina's last seven games against ACC opponents. Louisville snapped a seven-game losing streak on Saturday when they beat Clemson 70-61 in their last matchup. North Carolina beat Virginia Tech 65-57. It's the first time in the last six games that North, or excuse me, the last seven games that North Carolina did not cover the over, and that had a lot to do with Virginia Tech slowing things down. Now these two teams played on February 1st, and it was a shootout with uh, North Carolina beating Louisville at Louisville 90 to 83. North Carolina has won three of its last four and seven of its last nine entering this game. North Carolina struggles on defense. Louisville uh, puts the ball in the basket pretty good. They average almost 70 points per game. The over-under is 145.5. Again, they met earlier this year and went 173. So I think taking the over is the right play here. And the over is at 145.5, and, and that's what we're going to take over. 145.5 on Louisville and North Carolina. All right, game number four in our stretch here. From the Schollmayer Arena in Fort Worth, the TCU Horn Frogs, 16-8 overall, 13-9-2 against the spread. They host the West Virginia Mountaineers, who are 14-12 overall, 10-16 against the number. TCU is a 3.5-point favorite. The over-under is at 133. Now, West Virginia's won 7 of the last 10 meetings with TCU. TCU is covered in 6 of those last 10 meetings. Now, West Virginia just 2-9 against the spread in their last 11 games. 1-5 against the spread in their last 6 at TCU. 1-4 against the spread in their last 5 games played in the month of February. Also, the total's gone over in 9 of West Virginia's last 11 games. The total's gone over in each of West Virginia's last 7 games on the road. And uh, for TCU, they're 12-5 against the spread in their last 17 games. 5-1 against the spread in their last 6 hosting West Virginia. 3-7 3-7 and seven against the spread in their last 10 games played in February. Also, the total's gone over in 6 of TCU's last 8 games. Total's gone over in 10 of TCU's last 15 against West Virginia. Total's gone over in 4 of TCU's last 5 games at home. And the total's gone over in 4 of TCU's last 6 games played in the month of February. Now, West Virginia, uh, kind of really sliding right now. They have lost 9 of 10. Uh, coming into this game, uh, this is the first of the two meetings they'll have. They'll meet in the season finale in Morgantown on March 5th. Uh, West Virginia's losing streak right now is at three after losing to Kansas on the road, 71-58 on Saturday. Their low win in this in their last 10 games was a home win over Iowa State, 79-63 back on February 8th. TCU has also lost three in a row in four of five. They're coming off a 10-point loss at Baylor. On a Saturday, 72-62 to 62 was the final score there. Injury-wise, looks like both teams are good to go in that front. Again, TCU a 3.5-point favorite. The over-under is at 133. And we're going to take TCU minus 3.5 in this one. Um, TCU is playing for its tournament lives. West Virginia is pretty much playing out the string at this point. Uh, 
the fact the game is in uh, is in uh, Fort Worth, I think, is the is the difference in this one. The spread's only three and a half, so I think we'll be glad to take the three and a half points and give up the three and a half points, I should say, and take TCU minus three and a half against West Virginia. And our final bet of the day takes place at Pauley Pavilion in Los Angeles. The UCLA Bruins, nineteen and five overall, twelve, eleven, and one against the spread. They host the Arizona State Sun Devils, who are 10 and 15 overall, 13, 10, and 2 against the number. UCLA is a 14 and a half point favorite. The over-under is at 133 and a half. Now these two teams have split head to head their last 10 meetings at five wins apiece. However, Arizona State is 7, 2, and 1 against the spread in those last 10 meetings. Now Arizona State is 6, 1, and 1 against the spread in their last eight games. 7, 1, and 1 against the spread in their last nine against UCLA. 8-2-1 against the spread in their last 11. 6-1-1 against the spread in their last 8 against Pac-12 opponents. Also, the total's gone under in 11 of Arizona State's last 16 games. And the total's gone over in 14 of Arizona State's last 20 games played in the month of February. UCLA, 7-3 against the spread in their last 10 games. 7-3 uh, against the spread in their last 10 against Pac-12 opponents. The total's gone over in each of... Uh, over in each of the last six games, UCLA has played against Arizona State. Now, injury-wise, Marvin Bagley still out indefinitely with a knee injury for Arizona State. Cody Riley is questionable in a game-time decision with an undisclosed injury, as is Johnny Juzang with a hip injury. Both are questionable in game-time decisions coming into this matchup uh, this evening in Los Angeles. Now, Arizona State uh, beat UCLA at home Back on February 5th, 87-84, the Sun Devils have won three straight. They're coming off a win on Saturday over Oregon State at home, 73-53. Meanwhile, UCLA has won two straight and three of its last four. They're coming off blowing out Washington 76-50 on Saturday night at home. UCLA is a 14-and-a-half point favorite once again, over under 133-and-a-half. We're going to go UCLA minus 14 and a half in this matchup. The fact is, I think UCLA may have turned a corner uh, this weekend. A pretty good Washington and Washington State teams. Not great teams. Neither one's going to make the tournament, but they're pretty good teams. And Washington and Washington State got their doors blown off by 20 and 26 points, respectively, uh, over the weekend. A, a loss to USC last week. Probably, it looks like it might have woke up uh, the Bruins coming into the, the final stretch here. Um, and I think if Juzang and Riley play, and I do expect them to play, even though they are listed as game-time decisions, I don't think UCLA will have much of an issue in this one. Uh, they are 8-4-1 as UCLA against the spread at home. Now, Arizona State is 6-3 and three against the spread away from Tempe. But we're going to take the team that made the, uh, made the final four a year ago, that returns everyone, that may be finally getting things clicking. We'll take UCLA, give up the 14.5 against Arizona State. So our five bets once again are Florida State minus 1.5 at Boston College, Ohio State minus 7 at home against Indiana, the over 145.5 in Louisville, North Carolina, TCU minus 3.5 at home against West Virginia, and UCLA minus 14.5 at home against Arizona State. With that, we'll wrap up the podcast for today. We do thank you for listening. Remember, you can rate and subscribe to the podcast. You can do so at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, 
anywhere you listen to podcasts. And until tomorrow, this is The Degenerate Gambler. Thank you.